It's the Pinky the Pig Show. <laughs> okay, this is me. This is Pinky the Pig. And thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We're very happy and lovely. And we're glad that you are with us today. And my name is Pinky the Pig. And I'm here with Mildred the Moo Cow, my very excellent friend. Hi, Pinky. You're good, huh? Excellent, happy, and very resilient and wonderful. Yes, we are. And we look at the big picture and we have much to be grateful for. Everything's fine. Yeah, absolutely. So guess what we did last night? What? We have a ping pong table. We don't use it very often, but we set up the ping pong table. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really fun to watch. Lady Lynette's terrible at it. Pinky? Well, she just is not that good. She's not very good with a ball. I mean, she can do the ballet and tap and play the piano and all the drums and the trombone and stuff, but she, yeah, she's not very good with the ball. She can't hit a ball. She can't catch a ball. Okay. So anyway, Farmer Tommy played with her gentle and they volley back and forth cute and everything was sweet. But Farmer Tommy and Robert went at it on a ping pong table. It was really a table. It was really fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, ping pong goes way back. It does? Yeah, it goes back to like 1880s in England, in Victorian England. And what would happen is... These people, they, you know, they were the upper class people. They had outdoor tennis courts. Ah. And even, you know, they would play tennis on their lawn, but they still, you know, they had a big lawn, so they would play outdoor tennis. So they developed the indoor table tennis, they called it. And that's because it was, you know, it was just too cold to play outside. So they downsized it and made, you know, and they designed it. They called it table tennis. And genius. Right. And even in the beginning, what some people would do, they would just, their dining room table, they would just line up a row of books and then on each side, and they would use a golf ball because they had golf back then. They'd take that golf ball and then another book and they'd hit the golf ball back and forth over the the net made out of books. Well, that's pretty genius. Well, yeah, that's quite resourceful. Yeah, it's very resourceful. Well, yeah, because they used what they had. They had a dining room table, they had some books, and they had a golf ball. Yeah, resourceful. So the ping pong goes way back? Right, it wasn't called ping pong until later. What what happened was different people started, like, actually making the equipment to actually have, you know, a table and the ball and the paddle and... The ping pong, that was a name that came from Jacques and Sons. That This is a British manufacturing company, and they ended up, they um, trademarked the name of ping pong, ping pong worldwide. But, you know, I mean, it was really called table tennis. Yeah, it's kind of like Kleenex and tissue. You say, give me, let me have a tissue, let me have a Kleenex, but you're really asking for a tissue, and a Kleenex is the... The trademark name, but it's not really a Kleenex. Correct. So Ping Pong, that's where that name came from. And then they did end up selling it to a U.S. company called Parker Brothers. 
Okay. But the ping pong had many other names. It was called, like we said, table tennis. Yeah. It was called gossamer. Yeah. It's called whiff waff. Riff raff. No, not riff raff. Yeah, I don't care for the riff raff. No, it's whiff waff. Okay. It's called pom pom. It's called pim pom. Not a lot of names. Right. It started out, you know, I mean, it it was table tennis and then ping pong. And I mean, in by 1901, they were the two names that it stuck with. Yeah. And I mean, it started out with just, you know, a few people. And but the, it's been around for 140 years. And now the, it's up, there's millions of people. I mean, the play all over the country. There's hundreds of countries all over the world that, that, that they have these big tournaments. And by 1922, there were these tournaments that were involving 40,000 competitors. Yeah, they come a long way, baby. Yeah, it was fun to watch the ping pong. Yeah, and, and you know Carol. All right, Carol, who has the bunny. Yeah, her bunny, Phil. Right? Here's the thing. Okay. Her bunny, Phil. Yeah. The bunny used to play with Carol's dad. Carol's dad's name was John. And they would play ping pong together. They were very competitive. What do you mean, Pinky? The bunny played with the man? Yeah, the bunny's up on the table. He's really good at it. He didn't have a paddle, but he used his nose and he sometimes he uses a little cotton tail, but mostly just his paw. He could bang that thing over. Those two went at it. And every other week, you know, John comes home. He's got a new paddle because he has to have the latest paddle model. Wow, Pinky, that's quite a story, the bunny playing ping pong. I don't know. Carol told me the story. Okay, well, I mean, the bunny did not have a paddle. No, but could you imagine if it was a beaver playing up on a tennis table on a... Table tennis, the, the, the beaver, he, I bet he'd be really, really good at ping pong with a tail like that as a paddle. Okay, Pinky, you're, you're, you're really, your imagination's going wild. Yeah, I can't help myself. But anyway, the paddles made a whole transition. You know, they started out, they were like sticks, and then, then they were round, and then they ended up making them out of all different materials, and then later they added the rubber and the sponge. That's what Farmer Tommy told me. And now they, nowadays the paddles, I mean, it's, it used to be you just had a paddle to hit the ball back. It was just like a defensive action. Now... The paddle's all about the serve and how you return it. And you, you could put like a spin on it now because the paddles, today's, it's all like a fast acting speed and spin style and it changes the modern game. It's crazy different now because in 1950, there's a whole new spin on a on paddle. It's made out of sponge and rubber. It used to be just made out of like a wooden frame with a material canvas, you know, on there. And it was totally different than it is now. That's right, Pinky. And even the ball has evolved from the original table tennis ball. Now it's, everything's just, you know, high end and everything. It's just a lot faster. Yeah, that ball goes fast. Boom. 
That's right, Pinky. And like you said, that that's how they got the name because the wooden frame with the canvas, as it would hit the strike, the ball would strike the paddle and go back and forth. Each player, the paddle would make a different sound. So that's how they came up with the name going back and forth. Ping, pong, ping, pong. Yeah, it's pretty fun to watch. I had a ball watching last night. Did they did did they let you play? No, they didn't want me up on the table. I don't know. The table's kind of rickety. Oh, they wouldn't let you on the table. No, they didn't let me on the table. Okay. And did you learn how to keep score? Oh, no, no, I don't have a clue. I don't know that part. Yeah. That's kind of like tennis, you know, the love and the... I don't love the word love, but I don't know what it means in tennis and ace and deuce and I don't know. Well, that's a whole nother podcast. We'll do that in the future. The terms for tennis, scoring, and table tennis. Okay, that sounds fun. Do you have a pretty poem now, please? Okay. All right, Pinky. This first quote is by Jaskaranjit Kerr. And he says, Be like a ping pong ball. The harder they throw you, the higher you rise. Yeah. And one more quote here from Mohammed Tariq. He says, In my head, millions of words and thoughts are playing ping pong. Oh, Mildred, how do you make ping pong so philosophical? I don't know, Pinky. That's just what we do. Yeah, it's good. I'm very good. Okay, I love you. I love you.